and welcome back to Now Screaming, episode 114. I'm Evan Culbertson. And I'm Liz Smart. And we're watching all the horror movies currently available for streaming on the internet. So you don't have to. This week, we're talking about the 2021 horror film Shook, which comes to us from Shudder. Shook on Shudder. <laughs> How's the drink you just spilled? On I like- really, thank you for bringing it up. As you were introducing us, I spilled a drink on myself, but I'm fine. I feel great. Good. Uh, do you want to explain why we have been missing for so long? Sure. And also why maybe we sound different right now. Oh, yeah, that's true. Our sound might a- be very bad. Uh, Liz directed a play. I did do that. How'd it go? It was good. Yeah. It was really fun. And Thank then my home office exploded. Yeah. A pipe broke. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we'll, we'll fix it this weekend. And then it was like, no, actually, we're not going to fix it this weekend. It's going to be like two months. They didn't say two months. They did say August. But... <laughs> well, it's August now and it ain't fixed. So but I didn't want to wait any longer to get an episode out. So we are in, we are at a kitchen table right now. Yeah. The home my, of the, my kitchen table. The infamous Mothers episode. Yes, we did actually record the, um, my God, why am I blanking on the movie? All I can think of is Orphan, The Omen. Yes. Uh, podcast with our mothers was filmed at this. Filmed. Was recorded at this, at this table. table. <laughs> so if it sounds weird, that's why. Please forgive us. Bye. Hopefully this will be the last time we have to record here, but God, it's possible. I hope so. That it's not. And again, I didn't want to make you guys wait any longer because we've been, you've been waiting so long. Yes. It it's like been a while since we, we watched this movie, 14th, unfortunately. Yeah. So. I remember it. I remember it too. I'm just saying like, we've tried to get back to normal and eventually Someday, I had to go yeah. behind the tarp that is blocking off my office and remove the microphone and recording equipment from behind the tarp. Yep. So that we could do this. That's, what we're, that's how we're living. Everybody is just tw- between tarps. Life Between Tarps. Life Between Tarps. This movie was written and directed by Jennifer Harrington. It's a Shudder original. Uh, it came out in 2021. Which I love all of those facts about it. I love that it's directed by a woman. I love that it's a Shudder original. I love that it's recent. Yes. Those are those those should mean good things. It's about a topic near and dear to your heart, which is... Me? Influencers. Yes. I just love to see them brutalized, honestly, so... <laughs> this should have been a slam dunk. I think they're specifically beauty influencers. They are. Is yes. that is that a realm that you're familiar with? Fairly. Yeah. Yes. That's the James Charles world. The James Charleses, the Tatis. I do love Tati though. Um Gabby the, Hanna? Uh no, who's the other one? Gabby Hanna's not a beauty influencer, no. Who's the other one? Um Jeffree Star. You know him from his my, MySpace career. From his music days. Um, I don't know a lot of other, I guess like Nikita Dragon is a beauty influencer. I know like a couple. So of this isn't ones. really your world. It's like, I live, pr- I is like. Is Kendall Jenner a beauty influencer? No. What well, is I mean, she? I guess she's, I would consider her like a real, like a real celebrity. <laughs> um, I know them preferably because I like drama YouTube and often the beauty influencers are in the drama YouTube space, but I wouldn't say that I've ever been a part of the actual beauty community. What is sense. a model if not a beauty influencer? True. I think they're the original beauty influencers, yes. But you think like Kendall Jenner is like a different type of thing? Yes, I okay. do. I think that like... She's not the apex. They don't want to be Kendall Jenner or they do want to be Kendall Jenner? They probably do. Does she have a makeup line? Yes. Okay. I think that, 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 if, that if, they are, if they aspire to having a line, which a lot of them have lines, Jeffree Star has a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, James Charles doesn't, but I believe he works like in 
he's like with sure. other brands. Um, that I believe that they that's aspirational for them. Yeah. Okay. Especially because like I would consider her to be like a celebrity who does nothing, and beauty influencers would like to be celebrities who do nothing. They want to be famous for being famous, right? Who among us doesn't want to be a celebrity for doing nothing? Me. I don't want to be a celebrity. I don't want to be famous. I would like to get paid to do nothing. I would like to have money, yes, but I would not... If someone told me you can have a million dollars, but your privacy will be invaded every moment of your life, I would. Pro- I actually probably would not take it. Sign off in the comments uh, if you would like your privacy <laughs> to be invaded. For a million dollars. Anyway, let's, the movie. <laughs> let's, just, yeah, let's just jump into it. Yeah. So, like, this is about a beauty influencer yeah. named Mia. Mm-hmm. She's like pretend this movie starts out in a really interesting way yeah which is that we are introduced to a couple different beauty youtubers who appear at first to be very big and then it turns out that they are kind of over hyping themselves yeah it's like it's the the falsity of social media yeah that, yeah, like, yeah that we just see out them... of frame is like the reality right we see them at like supposedly this big red red carpet carpet for a makeup line launch and then it turns out that they're like in an alley and they've just set up like a nice little backdrop with some nice ring lights and they've got some interviewers there that they're probably paying to be there but i think this movie's commentary is that like that's the world of social media and like influencing is that it's false i wish it dug more into that i think that starting that movie this way is pretty brilliant i actually like the moment that it happens that you see them on the red carpet, they're all being interviewed. One of them has like a little dog and they're all like, Oh my God, I like so happy to be here. And then it pans out and you see that they're like, just it's this tiny little spotlight of brilliance yes. in this like dark and dingy alley. And then one of them goes to the bathroom and gets murdered. I love that. I wish the whole movie was like that. I think it's in so tone, you mean in tone. I wish that was more what it was about. I don't, I understand I what you're did, saying for, that that's like sort of what it's doing the whole time, but I don't think it's really It's doing one of the things it's doing. I did forget to ask you. It's been so fucking long since you podcasted if yeah. you would recommend this movie to oh, her. Oh, no. Uh, I think that's what I was getting at yeah. at the beginning, that like it should have ticked every box for me. It even could have been a little bit better and still been like stupid and campy, and I still would have enjoyed it. Yeah. But like, I don't really think there's anything here. And and. I'll get into it a little bit later of specifically why I think it's like particularly stupid, but usually I feel like I say like, at least there's something that's like, yeah, put on the background. It's vibey. Just enjoy yourself. If you want these vibes, um, just watch Scream. That's so interesting. Watch Scream so- 1 or 2 or 3 or 4 or even 5. Like This is a rare instance where we've sort of switched positions because mm-hmm. I would say... And again, you know, you might go on Letterboxd and my rating does not reflect this at the time. But the way that I feel since watching it is uh, actually it's a pretty good little slasher. It's like, mm. it's not, it's not great, but I think fondly of it. I enjoyed That's it. That's interesting. It has a couple things that I wor- think work really well and that are actually, if not innovative, interesting. And it has a bunch of things that are really rote and not that interesting. But that's fine. I I think that's funny. I just think that, like, often I feel like with these movies, what I do feel like 
happens is that it's like this is a vibe you can't really get anywhere else like yeah. on saturday the 14th it was like this actually is pretty unusual if nothing else you're right uh or it's so like other things that it's like this is essentially just background noise yeah this was like because it has potential maybe it was that it was all the more disappointing that i was like this is so much like any other thing that just put on that better thing you know there's a Let's jump into it. Let's start yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. it because um, unfortunately we can't advise you. You have to make your own decision right. on <laughs> whose taste you prefer. It's about Mia dog sitting for her sister. There is a dog serial killer on the loose. Yeah, that's who, who killed dogs. the first. And that's who killed the other beauty influencer that we saw in the beginning. Yes. Who Mia like knew. Mia's sister, whose name is? Nicole. Nicole. Yes, Nicole. Her friends are Lonnie, Jade, and Santi. It's Lainey. Lainey and Jade and Santi is her boyfriend. Yes. Nicole has a medical issue that their mother just died from called Living Sins and mm-hmm. is going to travel for some clinical trial for the Living Sins thing and needs a dog sitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doesn't is... even really need a dog sitter. It's sort of implied Mia. that Mia is like jumping in where she's not really wanted just to make a statement about like, I need to take time for family right now. So I'm going to do this selfless thing and watch my sister's dog in honor of dogs everywhere kind of bullshit. And specifically because she feels guilty that she wasn't around a lot when the sister was taking care of the mom and she was dying. She just was absent in her own world. Yeah. She's, she's set up as being like a classic kind of like little sister. She gets away with all of it. She just gets to focus on herself and be selfish and, and she's like 22, like 22 year olds yes. are very self-involved. It's, yes. That's just what it is. And she was in school, presumably for some This is unfortunately the same night as a big crossover live stream that they're doing. Her and her boyfriend, Santi, and they're the friends who are also influencers. Mm-hmm. And they're but all Mia mad at her. Mia has the most followers. Mia is the most popular of them, but they're mad at her for not joining and instead taking care of this dog. Right. Chico is the dog. Chico. What kind of dog is it? Like a pug mix? Yeah. That's what it looks like. He looks like a healthy pug. Like, not a pug who's been, you know, you know how the, now they're, like, rebreeding they're pugs yeah, yeah, yeah. to, like, be healthier? It looks like one of those updated pugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes and she dog sits and then she starts getting harassing Threatening phone calls, phone calls. from the guy across the street. His name Kellen. is Kellen. Who also has a dog. He's like, my dog's missing. Where's your dog? What's going on? Like, where, oh, what are you up to? Like, how's your sister? And she's like, I don't know. You talk to my sister and there's yeah. like this weird stuff. I don't want to do beat by beat. All of the for sure. like scares and fake outs. No, but the first part of the movie is that she's getting these threatening phone calls. And meanwhile, she is texting her friends. She's talking to them. They're like, get out of there. Come to our live stream. Yeah. You're being stupid. Who cares about this dog? Let the dog die. Whatever. Who cares? And the thing about this movie that really works for me again, not, maybe not innovative, but interesting is that it uses a technique it's really trying to keep your attention, which yes. for better or worse, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that there's a lot of cross-cutting to still photographs and screen views, like a... Um, I think the projector thing is so cool. And then also in... I don't know how to describe this. The world that she lives in, there will be a projection of images on a pillow or the wall. That or... she's like seeing on her computer. So yes. she opens her computer and sees a picture of... This girl and her boyfriend who are currently hanging out, like, we are seeing it as the audience projected on the wall behind her. Yeah. I think that is so cool. And also, it's very effective. Also, sometimes texts to her 
will be delivered by an actor who is physically sharing the same space as her. Like whispering in her ear. Whispering in her ear or standing in front of her. And I think that was super cool. I agree. Very innovative, really different shows some genuine initiative from this director that I think is very admirable. And specifically, if you're going to make a movie that's about a girl sitting in a house, texting and calling right, people... Right, show us some it stuff. It is a way to retain that and make her still feel alone while still building suspense and also keeping yeah. it visually interesting. I really appreciate the I fact agree. that it does that. I think it sucks because by the end, I was really tired of it. What happens a little bit later on is that we know these characters now. We know all of them. We've yeah. met all of them. Some of them are like in peril. And what would happen is that she'd be like, Lainey? And then it would show her and Lainey again. And I'm like, I know who Lainey is. Well, I you actually need to keep showing me who Lainey is. I do want to draw a line here. This her. is really specific for our listeners who aren't going to watch this. But when it cuts to photographs, I thought that sucked. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was really lazy. And it when, did it for a long time. Yes. When it does things in the physical space that the actor is in, that's what I really like. Agreed. Agreed. And that when it, that could be going on the whole time. There that didn't is bother me. so much cutting to still images and then like slideshow montages. Slideshow montages. That I just, really actively disliked. I completely agree with you. I didn't in the it beginning though. It was fine in the beginning because I was like, okay, thank you. You're showing me who this person is. You're showing me that we have history together. Like seeing her and her boyfriend, all of their shenanigans, like, great, you're setting up a relationship. There is no need to keep showing her and Santi, like, and there their one selfies, photo together. Yeah. like, in the third act of the film, just so unnecessary. Can I say another detail from the beginning of the movie sure. I thought was really interesting? Um, their mother's name is Diana. Okay. And in That's the- That's interesting. Be- well, I'm getting to what's interesting oh, okay. about it. In the beginning of the movie, she goes into her sister's house and she lays down on her bed and she goes, Diana, please turn out the lights. And you find, and you realize that the assistant has been like, the name is Diana, but with that little mess up, you realize that it's been renamed to Diana, which means her sister like renamed the Alexa after their dead mother. Yes. And I think that that is like so weird in a way that is good. It yeah. caught my attention immediately. And I was like, sorry, what the fuck is going on around here? Like, what is happening? That's that's a, such a sick thing to do. Yeah. That like, I wanted, the, that was another really great tone setter in the beginning, along with what we've already said, that was very alarming and was like, where are we? Like, I agree. what's happening here? So I that's that's a praise I will give this movie. I totally agree. Fine. I think it's it's got a lot of things up its sleeve that are effective. Mm-hmm. It does devolve into being Scream, which Correct. is that <laughs> she's being quizzed over the phone about stuff. The thing that like ends up being the climactic phone call is um, what were your mother's last words? And yeah. uh, her mother had like a breathing tube for the last two weeks right. of her so, life. Like, and so she like, didn't have last words. Or she had last words, but like, it doesn't matter that she wasn't even there. The fact that she didn't even know that she was like not right. able to speak for the last the two weeks. The point is that this the, the caller is taunting her and about trying to not her. being there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because the first two questions, they're not scary movie questions. They're about they're like medical. They're yes. like, what song do you sing during CPR? Was one of them how long you can breathe underwater? It's like it's things like yeah, that. It's yeah. like human body sort of things and like medical stuff. Um, and threatens her like no screaming, no calling the neighbors, no calling right that kind of classic thing. And you see Chico and it, it like there's one point where she goes outside to try to leave and then she turns around and Chico is like in the doorway and it gets yanked away and then there's yes. blood on the ground. So it's like whoever is doing this is, is like here. in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, temperature or, of a fever. Temperature was, it's like. Yes, when you have a fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, at this point, she's really scared. To, she, it has her friends at this point, right? Well, no. So first it's like, you have to pick Lainey or Chico. Someone's going to die. Right. She chooses. For Chico to die. Yes, she chooses, she chooses Lainey. Uh, and then Lainey ends up calling her and being like, we were fucking with you. Well, no, no, sorry. The, the, the first thing that happens is Chico and someone, because the next thing that happens is Lonnie or Nicole. It's her sister. That's later. No, because the first thing that happens is that she chooses Lainey because she's like, Nicole is sick. And then Lainey calls her and is like, I love you too, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, so th- the whole time that she's answering these questions is because her friends are being threatened. And it has her, it has all of them. They're all tied up. And that's the first question we have is like, how can he, they have the friends and also have the dog? It doesn't make any sense. Wildly different places. So it's like, okay, this has to be at least two people, which like, not to toot my own horn, but I was like, obviously the friends are in on it. (laughs) I was like, there's no way that the friends are in peril because we weren't seeing anything bad happen to them. We were only seeing them scared, them scared. And then we saw um nicole crying nicole nicole is crying jade is like tied up and laney at one point has like the her tongue is like in tongs yeah and there's like a knife above it and then you see her with blood later you see her with blood on her face so it was just so evident that it was like oh my god they're they're this is a prank like they're in on it i didn't know what that meant at the time but like they're obviously in on it so once she chooses Lainey over her sister. Lainey calls her and is like, I'm in your attic. Ha 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 ha. Thanks for choosing me. Like, I love you too. And she's like, oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? And like, Santi and Jade are next door in a house that's being sold. And they're like, sorry, she made us do it. We like... gotta, there's a point where it's like, we're, we thought it'd be funny. And also you have a lot of followers. So like, we could turn this into like a thing. And then it's like, oh, we got a lot of money for it. Like, they made us do it for money. And then it's like, okay, we're coming over. We're coming over. Don't leave. We're going to talk about it. She's, like, obviously so pissed, rightfully, because this is extremely fucked up. And then they're not coming over. She's still just sitting there. She calls Nicole, who's at the... She calls the hotel that that Nicole's staying at. Yeah. And gets rerouted to Nicole. Yeah. And is like, why aren't you answering your phone? And she's like, yeah, because the camera in mom's room keeps texting me because you're like running around the house doing shit with, with your friends yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. oh i'm glad you're having like a fucking party at our house while i'm gone like yeah. thanks a bunch also where's the dog and she's like oh on the couch with me which like it, she does no. not know where chico is at all um and nicole's like okay well like send me a picture of him like i would like yeah, to yeah. see it before i go to bed and when she hangs up again she's waiting for her friends they're still not coming and she calls, I believe, Lainey. Yes. And Lainey's like, okay, this was a joke, but now I'm like legit scared. Like I am afraid for my life and like someone is up here with me and I'm and I'm being hurt. And she doesn't immediately get killed. Yeah, she, yeah. She uh, lands in the pool. I think she gets her throat slit. Yeah. And, then and she gets also thrown out gets of thrown window. out of the upstairs window yeah. or the attic window into the pool out back. Yeah. And so obviously Mia still thinks it's a joke at first, but then she goes up to the body yeah. and she's like, this does look pretty bad. Which is interesting because again, this movie turns from... What was a relatively obvious, there was another shoe to drop here, that, like, someone is fucking with her in a non-threatening way. Or, like, in a way that, like... You can't prove anything bad's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To, like, like, oh, no, like, this is actual death. Like, there's actual, like... Yes. And it's not Lainey because she's dead. 
the, does the orchestrator me of behind there is something that is exactly like this though what am i thinking of little liars <laughs> maybe <laughs> no there's something else where it's like it was a prank but now it's serious and now people are actually dying i'll think of it okay um she calls an uber big mike's gonna be there in 25 minutes yeah there's no ubers out here yeah yeah Santi is dead upstairs. She finds him. She like yeah. breaks the door down and he's like both bloody and has a bag over his head, which I thought was like overkill. Yeah. That he was like suffocated slash he was also stabbed. Yeah. She's getting more calls. Yeah. It seems to be Kellen again. Yeah. That's the thing. Like for a long time when she was getting the calls and she was talking to Kellen on the phone. Kellen's the neighbor. I don't know if you like yeah, talk about that a lot. Um, when she asks Lainey who, like, how Kellen's involved, Lainey's like, oh, we used a voice changer. Yeah. So then Kellen calls her again. And it's like, it could still really actually be Kellen. Yes. Or it could be someone else still using the voice changer. And now, again, we're talking about, like, money. Like, now this is, like, a larger thing where yeah, everyone's like getting paid. Thing. And, like, somebody had to set all of this up. It's very involved. Like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, they used the video, by the way. The video of Nicole crying was from the mother's funeral. funeral that they had, like, zoomed in on her. There was yeah, a video yeah, of yeah. her crying. Um, are we? Is there anything else to talk about before we get into the reveal? No, let's get into it. So, like, the, um, the only thing I say is, like, she ends up discovering the reveal because she could hear... When she's texting Kellen, or the number that yeah. she has, she could hear it being received somewhere. Mm-hmm. So she breaks into the mom's closet yeah where there's all these air fresheners and her mom's dead body and her mom's dead body who has just been sitting there rotten yeah and there's like a false back and there's a computer back there with like surveillance a whole little cameras. setup yeah, yeah like clearly this house. is like the hub of where she's getting like manipulated oh the only thing i want to mention before we get to this i know yeah. i'm sorry to do this no, no it's fine she has at one of the challenges that the phone caller makes her do is that she has to inject herself with all these needles oh the fucking needles yeah 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 uh, I only bring it up. needles i want to bring it up because i don't know what the fuck that is and it's never paid off no she doesn't like get sick or pass out from she it she's not high i don't know what... i thought it was water sure but it's weird hoop to jump through i agree and i also think that you can't just inject yourself with water i think if you inject yourself with anything it would be bad for you yeah, but you can inject yourself with water because, like... Where does it go? I don't know. That's what actors do when they're, like, pretending to shoot up heroin. They inject themselves with something. With but it's water? Not I don't know what it is, but it's not heroin. They inject themselves with a, a actual thing. I think... But that's the thing. I'm wondering if there's something... Like, if it's, like, um... Like, fluid. Like, whatever IV fluid is. It's not water. No, but water is... No, your body doesn't... Isn't have a problem with water. I don't think you can inject water directly into your bloodstream. I guess she's Let's not. Let's look it up. She's not, because she's not finding a vein. She's just injecting. She's just like stabbing herself essentially, which is the part of it that is like the painful part of it. So she's just to stab herself 10 times. What did you just discover? Specifically, I only say this because I know that if you put You're fine. any, if you put bubbles into your bloodstream, you will die. It's not good, but it's fine. It won't okay. hurt you. A lot of water would hurt you, according to Quora. Okay, well, 10 syringes full of water feels sure. like a lot. I don't think it makes sense. I only brought it up because, again, I think it's weird that there's no payoff to it. I agree. I don't understand. Once the whole scheme is revealed, I don't understand why she had her do that. Just to make her stab she herself 10 times. She reveal. Yeah. It is Nicole. It's it is sister. her sister. Which I also, <laughs> not to do my own horn, I also thought it was, I predicted this. Because I think that it's like the whole time there's too much guilt about the mother. Yes. I was like, either the sister's doing it 
or the sister and Kellen are in a relationship and it actually is Kellen and he is like revenging himself on the sister or on Mia for the for the sister's like benefit. For what it's worth, I do think it's pretty obvious. It's so obvious. Yeah. This is one of the reasons I think it's like pretty stupid. It makes me mad as a movie that like I don't I don't think it's worth it. I think it's fun. Anyway, uh, they have a whole thing where like she's like Mia's freaking out. I think the performance by this actress, uh, Daisy Tudor, no Mia, oh, is like pretty good. Where she's like, we buried mom. Like I think what? Nicole's better. Nicole's better. I love Nicole her. is terrifying. I think that her genuine like like deadpan is. And she's really like, good. you don't want to know how this. Like, do you really want to know all the details? Like. People do anything for money. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, like, it doesn't, like it, who cares? Your friends are not your friends. And she's very upset that one that she wasn't chosen, and two also fair. that she still was lying about where the dog was. Yeah, was like no, she goes fine when she had no idea. The thing that's funny, this is the situation, is that I think that it is fair for her to be upset about not being chosen. Yeah. Like, I think that Mia's rationale, that is, you're sick and you're going to die anyway. Like, if you're going to make someone choose. Sure. That's classic fucking philosophy 101 shit is like, who do you bring to your island to begin humanity again? And people are like, well, I don't want to bring the old people because they're dying. Like, yeah. that's that's the philosophical, ethical questions people end up asking. And so I don't think that's, like, fair of her. She asked her to make a choice. Yep. She liked the choice. Shut up. But to be so mad about not knowing where Chico is, as a person who lives in a house with a dog, sometimes they're just off doing their own thing, and it's not dangerous. It's not a Dogs big deal. are not babies. Now- You don't need to watch them every second. This doesn't apply because Nicole is the dog killer. Yeah. She says, like, do you know how many fucking dogs I had to kill to set this whole she's thing up? A do- she's a literal dog killer. But if there were a dog killer, I do feel like it's fair to be, like, a little more, like- you can't just let your dog go off doing something. But they're not outside. Sure, you shouldn't let your dog out in the yard and like close the door. But I think it, even if there was a dog killer out in the world and you were like, you're sitting on the couch and your dog like gets up and goes upstairs to lay on your bed. That's like such a normal thing. Yeah. Like it just feels very normal. I just feel like her being like, and especially because in the movie, and maybe there's a better way to have communicated this, in the movie, Chico is with her like a lot in the beginning and then she looks down one time and he's gone yeah. and then immediately it's like where's Chico? Like the, 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 you know the person on the phone like where's Chico Mia? And it's like he left two minutes ago. Yeah who knows. If there was an act if, if you were not the person orchestrating he's this. He's drinking some water Obviously in room. he'd be fine. Like it just it's infuriating to me and it's, it's, it's really I think it's the fault of this movie for not I think Mia could have been worse. That's the thing. Like yeah. make I mean, Mia actually not the critique, taking care the critique of that Mia has, or that Nicole has of Mia is like, you can't deal with feelings. You live online in your little fantasy world and like you weren't around and you didn't choose me. And it's insane because like, one, this is going to be a, this might be a spicy take for some listeners out there. Yeah. You don't owe your siblings anything in particular if like they're not good to you. Like you don't owe your family no. uh, particular loyalty above and beyond, you know, the loyalty that you have to this family, like kindness. Right. Yeah. Um, and she's right to not want to choose your sister because your sister's a fucking psycho. Her, yeah. Like what, what are you proving here? Nicole? Of course, Mia doesn't want to be around you. You're evil. You're awful. You killed dogs. Like, 
we don't have any idea of what she was like before no, this happened. But like, this is revealed who, like, it's completely justified and that I she think, ignores and I you. I think there's situations where like, I think this is a really difficult thing. If, if they if a parent who's sick and one of the siblings becomes the caretaker, of course, it's natural to be like, this sucks. I can't live my life. My little sister's out there going to college, being a social media star. But also like you, if you really care for your sister, you would be happy for her that she's out there living her life and well, not just spending time with you cooped up in this house Even alone. so, Nicole gets to be resentful. It is perfectly human and rational to be resentful. Right, not of, in a murdering way. But not in a way that yeah. you kill a bunch of dogs to set up a whole and, thing. Where and you people, like, she kills a bunch of dogs to set this hole up and then she kills three people. Yeah, just to guilt her? Just to be like, you're a bad person because you didn't take care of mom when she was sick. Um, okay. Interesting. Which like I can't tell if that's the, the, that's what this movie is confused about, I think, is that it is being critical of social media and it is being critical of Mia, but I don't really understand why because it doesn't feel like Mia has done anything really wrong at this point besides be, what, 22? Yeah. Like, that's her biggest crime. Oh, she lives online. So does everyone. Yeah. We are all <laughs> repressing our feelings and responsibilities to live online. She's not unique. Like it's so. And it's it's, it's, it's I wish we saw Mia be a lot worse. Her. That's what that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I wish we saw Mia be a lot worse. She could have been a lot worse as a social media person. She could have been a lot more vapid. She could have actively been neglecting Chico to a point where we'd be like, wow, you are being cruel to that dog. Well, I think the problem with the third act of this movie is you're totally right that Mia is neither enough of a villain that we want to see her punish nor enough of a heroine that we want to see her succeed. Like, yeah, I got really bored in the third act of this because it's like Nicole is just guilting her for this shit. Also, she, okay, so she has to break her leg or Jade dies, and so she wails yeah. on herself with a baseball bat and then jumps off the balcony to, like, break her she leg. She doesn't successfully break both her legs. She just probably only sprains one. Then but... the neighbor, Kellen, comes to the door. Uh, Nicole's like, fuck it, I'm in this far. Kills him. Mur- shoots him. Uh, and- they have a very long conversation where she's trying to put him off, and then he's about to leave, and then notices that there's blood on the ground, and that's when she shoots him, yeah. which I didn't think was funny. The thing that's weird about this, this is why this movie is boring in the last act, is because it suddenly becomes like a really serious family drama. Yes. And there's a part where Nicole, well, Nicole is like standing over her, over Mia. Mia's laying on the ground with her one broken leg and her one other fucked up leg. And like Nicole lays down next to her. Yeah. And they start having this really serious, very quiet, meditative, almost loving conversation that is like at the end of the day they are they are still sisters and there's still some like love here where i'm like what are we watching like this is fine with me like i like i actually liked it i thought it was well done well acted well orchestrated but like to interrupt the flow of this horror third act of this horror movie but then we get immediately back into it once nicole then kills kellen that's just a horror movie again specifically a slasher right it's about like running around the house and like being concerned about the well like being harassed like it just it doesn't make sense yeah in the rhythm of it it's all off so the nice thing about her being distracted by kellen is that obviously mia gets to get away for like she gets to be at least be gone from this spot on the floor What does she do to Nicole? She calls her. She has a voice changer. Yes. And she calls her and is a talking to her. A classic scream ending. They get in a fight in the kitchen. 
Oh, oh, she's, she starts live streaming. This yeah, was the yeah. last, uh, you know, just spitting in my face of a, of a found footage aspect in this horror movie that just, this, this is how you get me to hate your movie. This is like the thing. This is oh. the moment. Is any time they're like, I set up a cell phone and this is what everybody's watching. It's one cell phone. And so she's live streaming. She's like, hey, everybody, it's me. My sister killed my three friends and I'm going to kill her dog. And she holds up Chico like to basically lure Nicole in. Yeah. And then we start seeing angles. Angles from the point of view of a cell phone. We see other people in the world watching this fight in the kitchen take place with angles. How? Explain that to me. I do want to say, I actually... actually um, the way that technology works in this movie doesn't make any sense. Videos are very strange. There's times where, like, uh, Nicole can take over a computer screen remotely. Nicole literally patches <laughs> in old, like, <laughs> it's when Mia finds the setup in the closet yeah. and she sees Nicole on the ground floor and Nicole's like, well, you didn't do X thing. And then, like, patches in a feed another video feed? from something else to the computer but like from her phone she's it's a technical genius however that i even w- was able to buy into i'm like okay so nicole is literally steve yeah, jobs yeah. like that's fine uh but like to have mia set up a phone and be like this is the phone i'm gonna use to live stream and then everyone's like whoa i'm seeing this fight from three different angles it's crime done. criminal no I cannot, I'll buy into a lot of things. That is a thing I cannot buy into. I can't. It makes me so angry. If you're going to do found footage, you have to do it where you have one camera and you have to be creative about like, it's on the counter. So if they go below the counter, we can't see anything. And you have to live with that because that's where you put the phone. Which this movie does at the end. We should talk about the end, which is Mia gets out. Of the house. She defeats Nicole. She gets out of the house. She's got a walker and Chico. Big Mike shows up and is like, you Mia. And she says no for some reason. Well, there's a whole thing where she's trying to break her leg. And she and fucking Big Mike and his Uber finally shows up. And he's like, hey, I'm here. And Nicole has said, if you talk to anyone, you yeah. call anyone, you're fucked. And uh, so she's like, sorry, I accidentally called you. Goodbye. And Big Mike's like, Listen, this is the suburbs. I drove like really yeah. far out to be here. Get in my car. And she's like, no, I can't. Sorry. Sorry. And Big Mike's like, I'm like literally not leaving until you get in my car. Like I'm getting paid for this trip. Fuck you. And she's like, no, sorry. You have to leave. So then for some fucking reason, even though she's out of the house and he's like, are you Mia? She's like, no. Why? Just to have a stinger. I don't understand it. Just to have a stinger at the end of your movie. Just to like make us laugh. Is that the only? Is I don't that know. The I think it's bad. It's extremely bad. The actually end of the movie is that we cut to the uh, live stream of the phone on the counter, and Nicole gets up. She still has the gun, and she's, she's still gonna, alive. She's gonna go get her, and that's the end. Cuts the credits. Get in the fucking car, Mia. Why would you say no? It makes me so mad. This is like this is why this movie left, I think, a bad taste in my mouth because a lot of the stuff at the end pissed me off. I, I think it's a weak third act. I think again, I just think fondly of I don't know when we watched it a week ago or something. I think pretty fondly of it. That's uh, fair. It's not great. It, I don't you're even know right, that it's good. It's fine. You're right that there's a lot of really interesting. Like I, this is a time I think sometimes I have a hard time separating 
directing and script Mm -hmm. where I'm like, it's all sort of all working together or the directing is so invisible that you can't even really notice what's going on. I feel like with a movie like Pay the Ghost, it's like, this is all script. The directing is just sort of backstage like the script. This movie, I think the directing is really strong. The script is specifically what pisses me off. Yeah. Well, the the yeah. some of the directing's bad, but it's it's unique. It's trying to do something very different. It's yeah. it's the reason it's different from Scream. Scream is legitimately just phone calls. It is a woman wandering around a house having a phone conversation, yes. and it is a testament to how good Scream is that that is compelling and it doesn't get boring. This movie's like I know we're not as good as Scream, so let's do some other interesting, you know whispering in the ear and some projections mm-hmm. on the walls and some interesting stuff going on. I admire that very deeply. However, could not save this travesty of a script. Bad title. Why is it called Shook? Why is it called Shook? Like She says, I'm Shook one time. Is it because it's just slang and it's just like, yes. oh, you know, slang like the online world? In the very beginning, when the other influencer gets killed, Mia's like, guys, I'm Shook. That's it. Yeah, but that's not a good title for this no, movie. No, a movie like this, it has to mean two things. Like, she has to die because she gets sh- fucking shaken up or something like that. It could mean one thing. I don't think that it means one thing. It's just like... It means nothing. Yeah. But I think that when you have a horror movie that's a one-word title, like Host was like this. Sure. You know? Host has two meanings. That's why that movie is so smart. Because it's both like the It's Zoom not why host. the movie is smart because it has a good title. No, but it's... It's emblematic of why the movie is smart. Sure, it's because it's, it's thoughtful. It's thoughtful. It's thinking about all the different elements of like a Zoom call, a possession, a seance, all yes. these different things. Whereas this movie's like, I don't know. What do the influencers say? I'm shook. They say they're shook. Slap that on there. This, could, this could have easily been called wig or like... Literally. <laughs> just some other pieces. Or like a beat. Yeah. It should be called beat. Like you beat your face. Yeah. Like in a like in a makeup way. Oh yeah, yeah. My God, why didn't they call me? <laughs> Jennifer. I could have. Wait, I'm so mad. This movie isn't called Beat. It's too late for a punch up. I'm sorry. Uh, God damn it. You can call Shutter and get them to rebrand it the way that they did with uh, not Shutter, but like Edge of Tomorrow became Live Die Repeat. Yes. You can just have them change the name on the. Yeah. God damn it. Oh, Are wow. you ready to break this film's legs and throw it off a balcony? Oh, shit, yes. Getting Mia out of here. She fucking sucks. Why don't you pull through let and we'll find out what we'll do next. Hopefully not Maybe in, in like two months. A month, after yeah. After our pipe is fixed. Again, if this sounds okay, we could record here again. It's true. It's just not preferable. Oh. Pull through let, spin it, and let's see what we got. Our next movie will be... Street... Street? It has a 7.5 on IMDb. Do you know how rare that is? Stree? Spree? No, it's Stree with a T. Oh. 2018. This is a Hindi film? It seems really interesting. It's based on a urban legend. Yeah. This looks really interesting. This looks really interesting. I'm I'm kind of into it. I'm excited. Uh... And it's on Netflix. We haven't done a Netflix movie in so long. We're turning to our I know, because we were avoiding it for a bit. Well, also, everything... There's... Amazon Prime's library is so big yeah. that 90% of what we roll is from Amazon Prime just because, yeah. like, statistically. So I love finding things that are out on Amazon Prime. So Stree, Stree will be our next film, 2018. I'm excited. I think it's going to be fun. It looks fun. It looks interesting. I hope it's horror. Again, higher than a five on IDB is 
It says it's comedy horror. Oh, it's comedy horror. We've done comedy horror. I know. I hope that it's horror. I'm excited. This looks really different from anything we've done. I agree, which is rare. I'm into it. All right. So our next movie will be Stree. And until then, you can check us out on our website at nowscreaming.com. And on Twitter and Facebook at Now Screaming. I've been trying to keep up the Twitter and engage with people. Even though we can't record a podcast. It's all we have right now. Yeah. Go watch uh, Final Destination before it leaves HBO Max at the end of the month. Oh, yes. And thanks, as always, to Wes Craven for making Scream. Yeah, that's really what this is. That's what I have to thanks say. Thanks, Wes Craven, for making Scream, which is the best. better than this. And this is what it's It's better than off. everything, to be fair to It is. This. You want to tell your Wes Craven story? What's my Wes Craven story? It's his birthday today. Oh, my God, it is his birthday. We were walking on the street the other day, and Evan was wearing their Directed by Wes Craven shirt. And a man was so excited yeah. to yell at you on the street and be like, Wes Craven! scream nightmare on elm street he was, so he was very excited right? it was so cute it was such a wonderful moment in the wild shout out super yaki for selling me that shirt yeah that this man was so happy about i had forgotten about the that super yaki cult in real life is amazing somebody the other day told me they love my super yaki what was it was it my hat it's your it Nora was. Ephron. It was my Nora Ephron hat. So it's just very I love I love when people get excited about Super Yaki stuff in, in the in the real world IRL. Yeah. I enjoy it. Me too. Happy birthday, Wes Craven, mm. who was born today when we're recording this, but not when you listen to it. In nineteen thirty nine. Celebrate him for That man was born in nineteen thirty nine. Yeah. That's nuts. He died relatively young, but also he was not young. He was not young. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, you could have you could have done a you lot had more, but more, also but you also did have like a nice long life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he gave us a lot. He gave us so much. Anything else? No, that's it. Stree, Wes Craven. Those are the, that's it. Those are the shook. two things. Yeah, <laughs> be shook. All shook up. Uh, until next time, everybody. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay spooky.